0: Gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Good 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 morning, Church. Okay, so before I go into the ministration I have planned for today, I'd like to say a couple things. Firstly... One of my teachers at my now previous school once told me that the average person's attention span is their age in minutes plus two. And seeing as we're quite a youthful congregation, I'll try and keep my administration short. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Secondly, one way um, in which I will try and get you engaged is through a quick activity. So what I need you guys to do right now is to try and find some pens and paper so you can write down something. Uh, in biology, we learn that we inherit parents and these chromosomes, and these chromosomes can either come from your mother sets of two chromosomes. Um, so what I need you to do is on your piece of paper, your phone or your iPad, and right next to it, an M or an F for each number objective is to get the same sequence of M's and F's as me, and anyone who does, meet me after the service later, and we can discuss. (laughs) So once you've done that with your M's and F's, right now what I want to talk about is running, more specifically my running career as a kid. See, as a kid I used to run so much, you tend to love doing it. So growing up I was always the kids two years above me the fastest kid in their year, and yeah, he'd beat me. That meant that I tended to be good at sports because when you're young, you play football, you can run up. So it meant that no matter what came my way, I was running and no one could stop me. I was just going as fast as I can till I got to my goal. I had a vision and I saw where I wanted to go and I knew how I was gonna get. The things I was good at made me also good at going for my goals. And even when I stopped being the fact, I still, I still went for my goals. I always made sure that I had that drive, that motivation to keep going. It's between me and a guy you can pick off the street is my determination to keep going, my, my resilience, I won't give up. It's, it's, it's something that's helped me in my years, even when I feel I've not done as well as I could. And I run it down the wing and I shoot, I miss the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time. And an ordinary person would probably stop, stop. Me, on the other hand, I'll keep going. The fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time, the ninth time, all the way through to the tenth time after that. And that would mean that 60% of my chances went in. It's that I was so close to my victory. And all I had to do was get over that that little speed bump in the middle of the road that was trapped there who are so close to their victory, but they give up right at the last hurdle. I pray that every single one of you here won't give up and you've always, always been one to go for my goals. Ever since I was a child, I said to myself, was when I came in, I have to have an impact. That's why whenever I have an idea, I do what it takes to make it come to life. Another example of this is as evident as the t-shirts and hoodies that some of my peers have been wearing called Lux, big Lux logo on their uh, left chest. Um, But a year ago, I had an idea. I had a dream. I saw this big building, and I saw the word Lux on the top of the building. It was a beautiful building. I thought, why not make this a reality? And so I started working at it, and... um, some from the church, a lot of help from my parents. You've always been there for me. A lot of um, sermons in church that kept me going on. And a year later, Lux Outfitters was born. And at the start of the year, yeah, I'm not in the place that I would like to be right now, but I'm grateful for where God has put me now. And I'm so sure that God will carry me over. In fact, I'm confident of um, I just want to say, i who have been my rock since day one, and my family who have always supported, but they haven't had that support that they needed to get themselves going. So I just want to thank them on confidence. I'd like to go back. To, so I want everyone who has their sequence to stand up, please. If everyone has anyone. If you're ready, the way we'll do it is letter is M, and you sit down if you have an F. You know, if I say that my, then you sit down if you have an F for your second letter, and even if you have, see whoever's left at the end, okay? So my first letter is M. My second letter is also M. My third letter is F. My fourth letter is M is F. My sixth letter is F. My seventh M. My tenth um my ninth is F, sorry. My tenth is M. Yeah, eleventh is M. My twelfth is F. I can see everyone's pretty much. But I'm not surprised that nobody won that. Oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not really Because if I'm honest the game is pretty much rigged. Actually, I was so confident that number of possibilities that you could have, which is two to the power of 23, which is basically two times two times two times two, times two which with 23 twos, you end up with 8,388,608 different possibilities, which means then 388,607 other people, each with a different sequence, there's still a possibility that none of talk about confidence. I've spoken to the teens about confidence before, so I'm going to ask them to bear with me on this one, because there's a bit that they might have heard. But last time I spoke generally, today I want to speak more about going for your goals and knowing who you are. The first thing I want to talk about, though, is vision goals. Growing up, my parents, my dad, he taught me that where there is no vision... And so, even though all the appointments to Specsavers were telling me otherwise, I always ha- made sure that I could... Vision is such a big thing when it comes to confidence and achieving those goals. Take away the vision, and fear starts to creep in. To show this here, please. Please. <laughs> okay. Hold <laughs> <laughs> to do is walk there and walk back. That's it. and come back. Okay. Thank you. Now what I want you and walk back. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so that was probably task. You just walk and you come back. But for you, it was probably a bit more difficult because you had to walk there and you couldn't see where you were going. You had no vision. When you, when you take away the vision, fear starts to creep in. And when fear creeps in, other things like self-doubt and paranoia, and they take away your confidence. And when you lose your confidence, you can't go for your goals. See, a lot of people think that um, when you fail... You lose everything. But these things, they actually build character. Every single successful once in their life. In fact, I'd say that you need to fail because people who have time, they lack a lot of core values that some people who fail have. It's not failing that matters, it's what you do after that does. Number two, failure isn't final. Mom tells it often. Whenever I write my exams, which I just finished a couple weeks back, I get nervous sometimes. I was writing my biology paper, and my mom, she called me, and she said, "Um, how are you feeling? And I said, I'm fine, but I'm really scared. I'm not nervous because I know I can do it. I'm just scared. I'm starting to doubt myself. And she said, okay, sure, I get that. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says in Philippians uh, 4.13, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that always sticks with me. Fast forward about an hour later, about an hour before I'm supposed to set my exam, and I'm walking up and down George Street because I had something to do there. And I start speaking. And I start thinking, you know what? What am I actually afraid of right now? What, what is? What is getting inside my head? I start thinking, is it the 11 questions, the 90 marks, 15 pages that they're going to drop in front of me? I start thinking that the earth is like the dust from the feet of our Father. What is this tiny paper that he can't handle? It's not me that's doing this paper. It's God because because I start saying to myself, I've done the hard work for this and God, I know you've seen me do this work and I know you won't leave me. You've never left me till date. You're not going to leave me now. I, I'm walking up and down George Street and I'm getting so frustrated, like I'm crying and I turn to, I say, and you devil, you down there who's trying to bring fear into my heart, who's trying to push all these things into me that I know are not from me. I know I can do this. There is nothing that, that it's telling me that I can't do this. I say, you devil, you may live with an eternal fire, but the chariots of fire that my God is surrounding me with right now are so lethal that even you will think an attack on me is not worth it. I'm saying, you know, you hear that sound? You hear that sound down there? That's the angels. They're coming. They're backing me up. They're right beside me. God's not going to let anything happen to me. This fear that you're putting inside me, it's not of me. It's of you, and it's going to stay down there with you. And I wrote that paper i got i was I was crying on George Street, screaming out. People were looking at me, I couldn't care less. I was walking as fast as I had ever walked before, and i was i was I was going. I sat that paper, so much confidence in my heart. there was not a single issue I had with that paper, and even when I felt, oh, I don't know this question I'd pray, i 'd say a word, Holy Spirit, guide me, I write, and that was it. You know you know one of those moods where um you're looking for, like, you're in it, and you're looking for everything from God, and you're like, um, oh, this, oh, that's a sign from God. My paper had the number 777 at the bottom, and I was like, oh, this, that's a sign from God. Oh, this, it's all a sign from God. Oh, God wants me to do, this. oh, I, I, I know, but but inside, I there was, like no doubt about what I was writing. I was like, God has given me the confidence that I need to sit this paper. I have no issues anymore. And it all settled with me. And now the paper is in God's hands. We'll find out the result in August. (laughs) And it was all kicked off by that verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All of you in here, I I want you to repeat that now. Can you say it? Thank you. Every single one of you in this room, seated before me, there is nothing you can't do. And you know, the w- young ones who think you can't, Paul once wrote to Timothy saying, let no one look down on you because of your youth in First Timothy 4.12. We need to know that no matter our age, because we all have God on our side, we can be brave and courageous. Thirdly, I want to speak about the people you surround yourself with. The Bible says it as well. Iron sharpens iron just as man sharpens man. In Proverbs 27:17, If you put yourself in a toxic community, the toxic community will start to put itself in you. You need to pick and choose the places that you decide to reside and associate yourselves with because if you associate yourself with evil, then people are going to see evil when they see you. And if you're out there saying, I'm a child of God, but you're doing all the wrong things, you're sending the wrong message. We as Christians choose to live like Christ because we want people to see God in the things we do. We are all here to bring people to God. That's one of the many purposes we have on this earth. And we can't do that if we're busy hiding in a corner. Too shy to go and speak to people, saying this is is what God has in store for you. God loves you. We need to be able to speak up. We can't fear judgment or failure or being different. Along with this, the Bible says to come boldly before the throne of grace, where we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. In Hebrews 4.16. That means no more timidly coming to God. It means, come boldly and say it with your chest, like I did. God, you are powerful beyond measure. I'm asking you for help, and I know you can do it. Can you help me out? That's what it means. Lastly, I want to mention faith in God. The Word says that our confidence is God. And earlier, I said that the earth is like the dust from God's feet. So, what size would that make your confidence? That confidence is sitting in every single one of you here today. And some of you, you may be using it, and that's good. I want you to keep doing that. Some of you, it's just waiting to be activated. There's so much potential inside you, and it's just waiting for that push so that it can go on. All you need to do is sit there and think. Whatever task I have in front of me, it may be bigger than me but it's definitely not bigger than my God. And he's the one on my side. He's the one using me. He's backing me in this battle. I'm not doing it alone. A teenage David had faith in God. He faced a giant and he walked away victorious. And that faith-confidence exchange caused him to be one of the greatest leaders that Israel ever had. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all names who had faith in God, all names who displayed confidence, all names who God was there for. I'll close it with this. God has a plan in the future for all of us. He said it himself, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He wants us to reach our goals. He wants us to move along the path that he has for us. He wants us to be able to speak out and tell of his good word. How can we do that if we don't have the confidence to stand out and stand up for what we believe in? If we don't understand who we are through the power of the Holy Spirit? God has shown me how to be confident. It took years of hard work and prayer and so many people around me, but in the end, I know who I am. I know where I'm headed, and I can only pray and hope that everyone here can give the same testimony as me one day. Because you know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I told you guys at the start, 23 chromosome pairs, 23 sets of genetic information, so much that God has put inside you. Don't be too afraid to use it. I'll just round up with a quick prayer now. In Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we want to thank you for this message that you've used me to relay to these the people sitting here willing to hear your word. Lord, we thank you for everything you've done for us keeping us safe and Lord we ask that you, you help us take the next step in being better and knowing who we are and going for our goals and achieving greatness never standing shyly or being timid making sure that we can always go for what we believe in, stand out and bring people to you Lord to be more confident how to use that confidence to better you and better your word Lord Thank you, sir.